0: hey girl it's mama dre here with hey guys mama jen here we are the soul-based mamas inviting all women getting in tune with themselves their higher power that passionate maternal and divine feminine energy we are both healing growing and living this journey every single day and we invite you along for all of it
1: Hey guys.
0: Hi, happy podcast day.
1: Happy podcast day. Mama Jen here with Mama Jen. Hi. (laughs) Um, We had an amazing guest and uh, we just wanted to raise some awareness that there are potential trigger alerts in this episode. Um, Definitely not something for little ears. So if your kids are with you, just be aware that these are heavy topics. So unless you're totally down to have those deep conversations, with your kiddos on this stuff, um, a couple of things in this episode that we cover are domestic violence. Uh, we are also talking about um, self-injury, and there even is a little bit touching on suicide. Um, that does come up. So, more than anything, though, we just want to help you to stay grounded because we've also learned how important that is in handling anything in our life but especially stuff that is you know emotional and heavy
0: and traumatic yeah so yeah just be aware listening to the episode uh, check in with yourself um i would recommend if at at any point you feel heavy um anxious you know um put a pause or you know just like jen said give that moment to ground yourself and
1: And I think, um, just kind of popped in my head, but maybe I could record a grounding meditation that they could download separately. Um, and we'll make sure that that's released at the same time as this episode, but stuff you can immediately do, um, some deep breathing, you know, if you're driving though, (laughs) yeah, be mindful.
2: (laughs) Don't close your eyes.
1: No closing your eyes. Even
2: if it's at a red light. (laughs) Why is everyone looking at me?
1: Um, breathing is also very, breathing is very grounding. In addition, you can look for five things that are beautiful around you. Um, you of course can, uh, change the station if you will. So you can hit pause on the podcast, come back. I don't know. Dre and I are obsessed with some nineties hip hop yeah. right now. So Dance it out. Wrap it out.
0: <laughs> Put on some Tupac.
1: <laughs> Remember you're a boss. <laughs> Bring in that self care, right? Yes but anyway we wanted to take a moment just to um like we said raise awareness bring you guys some extra love and um the power this story is incredibly powerful and moving and inspiring and there's more words that I can't find but this she is an amazing woman and I think you will not be um disappointed so Stick around. At the end of the episode, we are going to have some resource lines for you if you are in need of those and um, nothing but love.
0: Happy podcast day. Yay.
1: Happy podcasting.
0: Mama Dre here with Mama Jen and we've got a guest today. I'm so excited. <laughs> My friend is here from Boston, <laughs> Tina. Hi, I'm Tina. <laughs> I have to share this story like from the start. Go for it. So when I first met Tina, um, we hit it off very quickly and as time went on we organically and very just was really easy to get into that space of being open books with one another and we had um, some similarities and differences, and one day I told her like, "Hey, like your story is so powerful, I need to create." This was like three years ago. I was like I need to create. A, one day I'm gonna create a space where we're gonna give you like that platform, and here we are. Ta da! <laughs> you
1: can't make me cry before. You're
3: still... Oh, goals right now.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Challenge accepted. <laughs> and the thing that's amazing is that she's they... She's crying, guys. They, yeah, she's crying for <laughs> one. All welcome to your body. Get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Let me go get, get your napkin. Um, the thing that's awesome is they're dressed alike we didn't plan it and right. they didn't plan it like i don't think you guys saw each other
0: no she left in the morning um to go take care of some stuff she went to go have some me time yeah. took my car in the morning and she was headed back and i was asleep when she left i woke up i, showered, I got ready and what was really funny is i changed i was not wearing this i was wearing a dress and I was like, no, you know what? We're gonna you know, we're planning on going to the beach today. We have like all these plans. I'm like, oh, I don't wanna be in a dress, I'll put on some shorts. And I walk outside and she get jumps out of the car she's like, I So you got the run running. Running. <laughs> <It's> like
1: <laughs> Yeah, like same hue of purple, same kind of short, like I'm not even kidding. Like
3: twins. It's the universe, just only oh, speaks to it. <laughs>
0: I love it. But I'm so happy she's at the table and she gets to meet Mama Jen and producer Luna. Yay! It's really exciting. She's
3: talked about it so much. I mean, before all of this happened, and now she's here. And, like, I listen to you guys at work, and it's just like I feel like I'm here at the table with her and just having a conversation with her. I mean, we never stop talking. Like, never. There's never a quiet moment. We, like, feed off each other's energy. She gets loud, and then I get a little louder.
0: I get quiet,
1: she'll get quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, we typically start with how our week went. How yeah. was your
2: guys'
0: week? Do you know how was your week? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god, I had I had a really good week this week. Um, you know, Jed and I had a session and she, a few weeks ago, and, she, and I think I mentioned it in the last episode, and she was like, well, what are we doing? And that really affected me. I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? So, I've done a lot of spiritual growth in the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, you know, as you guys know, I have a really big project that I'm working on up until March. So, that's, I'm really just focusing on spending time with my friends, my family, my boyfriend, like my loved ones, because I will not have the opportunity to do that in the next coming months. Like, all my free time will be devoted to the project. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm just filling, yeah. filling everything with love.
1: Ooh! I Ooh! Yay! <laughs> yeah, and there's like this focus in you, like it's very like,
2: yeah. And all my cards that I pulled today send that yeah. Oh, really? okay. Ooh, yeah. right, basically, yeah. right? Because I got uh, uh, Mary, mother, right, mm-hmm. and then I got um, the inner temple, and I got Starseed. Mm-hmm. and that's all just like you're taking your practice seriously. You're you're doing it. You're laying the plans for the future and. So I'm excited. So I have had a, I had a good week, but I woke up tired today. Oh my so gosh! So
1: we normally record around well, if we're being at like 10:30
2: or 11 in yeah. the morning, like 11 like so. 11.
1: Yeah.
2: It has taken us so long. This it's taken us two hours just to like move <laughs> to get anything together, Hey, we
1: have coffee on the table. We all order, we all we have. Got you I know. <laughs> I'm stretching right now. <laughs> we're, co- we're getting
3: there. We're all there. on the scene. So yeah. well.
2: <laughs> We've cried like, a few times. <laughs> Very vulnerable today.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, cool, we just met. Here's like my life story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that tends to happen here at the table. Yeah. It kind of does. Yeah.
3: So how about you guys? So, Tina, you got in on... I got in on yesterday morning. Dre was, like, so nice, and she picked me up at 4 o'clock in the morning when my flight got delayed. Um, But, yeah, this is my first time back home since I've moved to Boston. Okay. Um, So this is, like, a really big test to, like, all of the work that I've done over the last year since I've lived in Boston and really see, like, if I could
1: walk the walk. Ooh, ooh, look it. Uh, see, see, it's not yeah. just me, yeah.
0: y'all. <laughs> we got another bruja in my yeah. house. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so
3: you
1: talked about work. Like, right. What do you mean by that?
3: Um, A lot of mental, like, a lot of work on my mental health and, like, really putting forth or, like, putting into action what I feel like I've learned and have taught myself, like, throughout my lifetime, not just this last year, but... This last year was like a huge test of Mm. who I am, who I want to be, and like what am I willing? I mean, I got a fresh start moving to Boston. I got to leave everything that was my past life behind and new slate. And like, what person do I want to create? Pretty much, because no one knows me. I have they have no frame of reference to you know go back to. It's just this is me now. Yeah. So it's really finding who I want to be. And like now being back home, mm-hmm. you know, back in a space where like all of my triggers are and all of my past experiences are like how, how doesn't the new me like take that in?
1: Yeah. And I imagine like, like people that have known us for a long time struggle with the new you. Maybe? Oh yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely something that I've been seeing that pattern. Like that is not uncommon for people to be faced with that with that and I
3: feel like people like really try to test you like you say you're changed but like if I do this are you gonna react and like people push the nuclear button push the buttons just to see like are you really what you say you're about you Mm -hmm. know and like credit to them because you should be able to call out on your people close to you but credit to me because I am like well, hopefully. So far, it's been really good of, like, blocking out any negativity. Um, but oh, we're not there's perfect, still a couple though, days yeah. left in L.A., so we'll
1: see <laughs> how that goes.
2: Oh,
1: there's man, so we, we need amazing. to invite some new yeah. to into that. <laughs> so what a journey, then. I mean, yeah, like, just... you're in that space of putting it all into, like, action. At, into action. Like, I can
3: sit, on, uh, you know, in therapy for an hour a week, but, like, there's only so much you can talk about before it's all right like how are you going to implement these new strategies that you've learned these new tools because you know when I so I started therapy before we moved here and then when I went to Boston I was like okay I'm good like I did all my therapy in LA like I got ready for this move I'm Mm -hmm. in the right space and like finished school I did all this and then I was like excited we bought a new house and we were settling in and then it was my first winter ever. And like, you know, that whole Because seasonal... there's no winter here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're 75 and sunny every day. You're like, nothing can ever be wrong. But when it's gray for six months of the year, you're like, all right, this sucks. And then you start paying attention to things that really suck. And that's what happened to me, unfortunately. And
0: mm-hmm.
3: so like, it's just really pulling myself out of that space. Yeah. Because I was excited, like, new start and everything. And it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks.
1: Yeah. Oh no, we swear. Oh,
3: okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not to <laughs> yeah you're okay. It's encouraged. Yeah, it's encouraged. It's real. Give us more of that. please <laughs> yes.
1: Wait, we haven't met our quota for f bombs yet. Tina's yeah. <laughs> here to catch us. Yeah, I, got you, don't worry. <laughs> I I mean, if there was like one like piece of advice that you could give to somebody that's in that space right now, right? Like, granted, we're not taking place of any like professional input that you're getting but as somebody who has lived it right like what would be a piece of advice that helped you the most
3: lean on people Mm. like really just when people want to be there for you like allow them
1: Okay,
3: it's hard to learn it's like I definitely think it's a life skill that some people never get yeah and if it wasn't for you know my support system that I have Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to like even think that I needed to do the work you Mm -hmm. know for so many years I mean i lived 28 years of my life thinking like this is just the way life is like you just go through experiences and keep going like what Mm -hmm. are you gonna do you can't you can cry about it and move on but like what you know, but like in this whole journey, like what you think you were suffering from, you end up figuring out that that was just like a symptom
1: of. Oh, it's never the shower. It's not, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what a theme! <laughs> I know, yeah. it's such a good theme. <laughs> yeah.
3: So it's just—I mean, it's like a. I think it's like coming of age, kind of. It's like this weird chapter in my life where it's like. I acknowledge what I've been through and what I'm going through and, like, I, who I want to be in the future, what type of mother I want to be. Like, my daughter now, I should probably say that, you know, I'm a young mother, so, and my daughter when I was 17, mm-hmm. she's now 12. Mm-hmm. She's going in, like, she's in seventh grade. She's paying attention to me. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do?
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I remember at that age, like, that's when I started paying attention to my mom. hmm you know, because when you're young, like, your mom's just perfect. And, like, your mom is everything to you. So, like, you don't see her flaws. Mm-hmm. And so now how, and at that, that age when you're like, okay, and now I'm a teenager. I have a mind of my own.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't like
3: what you do. And then, so now I'm, like, trying to be aware of that for my daughter. Like, what do I want her to pay attention to? Yeah. What do I want her to get from me? And if I have the flaws, like, what flaws do I want to pick to have?
1: Yeah. Or is it just enough to show her that we work on our flaws? Right. Right. Like I don't have to be perfect because right. then we can create this like illusion that perfection exists. Very right? true. And it doesn't. And I think it's, it's so challenging because under normal circumstances, whatever that is, right. In a, a mother daughter relationship, you have this push pull Around that time of what I like and what I don't like and what I choose, you know. Yeah. And then you add to it layers.
3: So many layers of society. Of
1: yeah, of shit. Of shit. Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> the world, like being a shitty place right now, just. I, I think kids are being forced to grow up a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Like I, we had an incident yesterday with Marissa that was like, yeah. Well, like, to be honest, I feel like I've lived, like, three lifetimes this week. I don't know if you guys are feeling that. And I feel like it's almost like a a lot of people are feeling that. Like, if you asked me what I did Monday, I'd be like, I don't know. Like, Dre, what did I do Monday? I'm
0: like, I was here on Monday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I... Wait, wait, what day is
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, she came home yesterday. Marissa, she's 10. She is, you can ask them, she's like this little love bug, like, and she's wise beyond her years. You know, she, you know, and, um, she comes home and she tells me that a little boy in class, like he hurt himself or something like something triggered him that he got upset. And she said that she saw him start like scratching himself like really hard. And that he was saying stuff out loud. Like, he was like, she says, I don't know for sure. Like, I'm like 90% sure, but I heard the word kill. And then somebody behind her was like, whoa. Like, they said something to the effect like, whoa, like, that's like hurting yourself. Like, and they're 10 and 11. Like, they're not like, so she comes home and she's upset, right? Because my dad picks her up. She told my dad, my dad, who is very like even cute, like total, like, you know, I don't know how to explain him. Like what else could you add? Well, it kind of
0: like reminds me of my dad. Yeah. Like think of grounded, like, yeah, very grounded. Oh yeah. That's a great word. Yeah. He's very grounded.
1: Super grounded. And so Marissa goes, well, I told grandpa and grandpa like got really serious and it scared me. 'Cause grandpa was like, You need to tell some like
3: they go based off of your reaction.
1: Yeah. So she was like and so she she gets to me, like the safe space, and she's crying and she's like, I don't want like what if something happens? Did I do enough? Like she's going through all this stuff and I'm like, Okay. She's so on the treadmill. For a little girl. She's on the treadmill, yeah. And I that those are exact words I said that's that is that a lot for you to be carrying. So I talked to her, and I was like, okay, I, have you ever run a relay race? And she goes, yeah. I go, okay, what happens in a relay? Well, you do your part, and then you you give the stick. I was like, yes. I said, so you ran your race, and you gave Mama the baton. So now it's like, what happens if you hold on to the baton? What happens to the race? And she's like, well, you can't finish. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, I was like, exactly. So now you have to let go of the baton and let me finish the race. Like you have given, like I'm taking that from you. And then like, I physically had her like pretend it was in her hand and give it to me. So I like make it more tangible for her. But even then I had an appointment, um, that evening and it was like, she did not want me to leave. Like she was literally standing on my car. <laughs> not like, yeah, I, I, she can stand on the side of it kind of right. thing. Like yeah. she's standing on the side of my car and she is like, I don't want you to go. And so you're in that space of like, okay. And so we, I told her to call me. We wound up talking like for 30 more minutes on the way because it was so in her space, right? And that's what I mean like about our kids that are having to deal with so much stuff, whether we're the input or it's externally, right? Like, and I kind of wanted to talk about that. Like, how do we as parents who are trying to heal too, right? Like, how do we stay in a space where we're not, like we talked about it recently about like, do I become a participant in the problem? How do we stay grounded? Like, how do we get through stuff like that? So that we're like, the last thing I wanted to do was scare her more or make her feel worse like I want to empower her I want to like help her solve a problem like yeah
0: because of course your mind's probably on the treadmill too yeah like, like, like your poor kid yeah. had to
3: like her eyes are open to something that you yeah
0: didn't think you'd have
3: to introduce her to exactly and like that's what parenting is it's having to have the conversations that are really tough because they're coming to you like you said you're the, her safe space and she's coming to you and looking to you to see like how you interpret the world and how she should interpret the world. And mm-hmm. if you react on something,
1: she's going to feed off of that. Yeah. And I think like I, you know, our family history is like, we didn't really talk about stuff, right? Like how many of us grew up in that where we mm-hmm. don't like there's the elephant, but we talk about everything talk about else it, yeah. but the elephant. And so I think helping other parents and moms, like what are ways that we all bridge that ways that you've witnessed Dre and -hmm. and Christine, like ways that we can like help Uh,
0: from like a non-mom perspective and just being so um, immersed in motherhood with my peers and my friends. Mm -hmm. um, I think the biggest thing is um, what Tina touched on is just healing yourself. Mm -hmm. and putting in that work into yourself Mm -hmm. because when your children or friends or whoever are coming to you, you're going to respond to those people from, from your space, Mm -hmm. like at the moment. So if you're not taking the time to deal with your own traumas, Mm um, you know, whatever mental issues that you may be dealing with or not even aware that you have, Mm -hmm. um, you're going to spew that out to other people when they're coming to you for comfort and for love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that that's like a big one. And I mean, you guys both are doing that. So
1: I try, right. Like, I mean, I'm not perfect at it. I mean, I tend to have more issues with like the small stuff, like, (laughs)
3: <laughs> like folding laundry on like please I don't can, go upstairs by like the way like as soon as you take it out of the dryer because everybody does that right, right? Does that. um <laughs> <laughs> nobody would just leave laundry until you gotta wear
1: it again right you mean not everybody just throws it back in the dryer no, when it's time in. to wear like, it like you know
3: where your clothes is it's in the dryer <laughs> and it's safe yeah like, at least I know where it is <laughs>
1: It's ready to be refreshed. And if yes. it's not You're, there,
3: then it's in the washer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think it's funny because the big stuff, I tend to be way more grounded and way more. And then it's like, Get the fuck out of bed. <laughs> I don't cuss at her, Just by the way, <laughs> take
3: a shower. Like, why are you 12? And I'm still having this conversation with you. Why are we still fighting? This like every yesterday, night, by the way. Like literally every night, you have, for the last 12 years, it's been the same thing. It's never changed. Like, but why is it every night we have to have a 25 minute conversation about why you need a shower that day?
1: And you could have showered twice. Like you smell.
3: That's it. That's that point. That's done.
1: Explaining <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the world like- to people, man. <laughs> why do I care about volleyball more than you care about volleyball? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah we're back in school guys <laughs> Great. and I like to kind of wrap up that other portion that we were talking about um, I did call the school this morning and I talked to the principal and you know raised awareness about the issue and it's amazing like you know I think what has a tendency to happen is we tend to dismiss behavior like that especially right? when they're young when, how could they know that Yes. And like, to me, the way I explained it to Marissa was not everybody knows how to handle emotions. Not every, and I think, I think this is something that we as parents have to be looking at and trying, like, and that means that we have to start dealing with our emotions, right? So it's not just a one, like, oh, there it is. (laughs) I think it's a skill that hasn't been taught. It's It's something that we don't, necessary. Well, stop crying. Everything's fine. Why there's are you crying? N- there's nothing to cry about.
3: Why are you crying? I'll give you something to cry oh
1: about. Oh my god, I was just gonna say that. It's <laughs> like, like, are you gonna comb my hair too? Because it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the room
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, we grew up on your mom's didn't even say. they just looked at you. Like, for me, I grew up on my mom. Like, she can look at me from across the room, and I knew to, like, sit down, be quiet. Mm-hmm. Not that. Yeah. And then we just don't live in that parenting world anymore.
0: Mm-mm.
3: Like, especially, I don't know about if your daughter's on social media, but
0: Mm-mm. my
3: daughter is like in middle school. So it's, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't, what happened with me, my parents, like, were so strict on me. So I did the typical thing and I rebelled. Mm-hmm. Got pregnant at 16, mm-hmm. like, you know, with the wrong person, like, just. And even though i made those choices i didn't have a safe space to like go back to and try to understand the world Mm -hmm. i had to just interpret it myself because i was too scared to ask any questions
0: Mm -hmm.
3: right like how can i ask you when like you don't you don't think i need an explanation on things
1: Ooh, wow
3: i grew up like that i grew up with like you don't need to understand it it's just what it is yeah because I said so. It's because I said so. Yeah. Well, we've all
1: heard that yeah. one, right? So yeah. for me... Because I'm I mean, your mother. Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Because I'm your Like, what? That doesn't make sense. How do, you, how do you expect a... How do you expect to make, like, a self-sufficient person mm-hmm. with telling them, like, you don't need to know why. Yeah. You don't need to be curious about the world. Mm-hmm. Just do as you're told. You know. Yeah. And I feel like that ends up becoming an attitude for a lot of adults who mm-hmm. are then not able to take control and they live there they go into a job where the, their boss does the same thing to them they get into a relationship with people who do the same thing to them because that is their norm and that is their that is their safe space mm-hmm. and i think that like
1: And then we do it to our kids yeah
3: right so like a little bit of my story with my daughter like where you're talking about like having to like having to have these conversations or having to like uh teach them things like that are hard in the world. Like my daughter and I survived a violence at the hands of her father. And like, you know, for a really long time I did the typical, like, Oh, this is for my family. I'm staying together for my family. Like she needs her dad. she needs both parents together. So like, it doesn't matter how bad it is. Like she needs her parents together because like, that's the type of mentality I grew up on. Mm-hmm. Like this is your family. You. It is what it is. Was that Um, Luca?
1: Sorry. (laughs) Thought so. Um. All sounds are now Tina's fault. By the way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My spirits. (laughs) She Um,
3: brought her team. I did. (laughs) We we came. (laughs) Shut up. We always show up in packs. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah. So like for a really long time, I used that as like I'm doing the right thing by her. And it wasn't until she was holding the door shut between her father and I so that he wouldn't, you know, lay his hand on me with the phone in her hand at seven years old and was like, either you leave or I'm going to call 911. I know the address and they'll come and get you. So I think you should leave at seven years old. And I'm sitting on the bathroom floor like my seven year old just had to stand up for me. Like, are you, what am I doing? And it wasn't until I got into that moment of, like, you think you're doing everything right by your kid because you're not, like, like, for such, like, it's the, you know, the postpartum, like, you do everything for your kid. It's what's expected of you. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't matter anymore. Your feelings, like, those went out the window, and this is your only priority now. So every decision you make, every thought you have isn't for yourself anymore. It's for somebody else. But like at what point does that become damaging to your child? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just so from there I mean like that was the last day I ever like went back to him, ever like that was it. That was like I had to hit that bottom
0: mm-hmm.
3: of and she's seven, like they remember seven. You know, it's not like a baby that like you can put in the room while everything like yeah. these are things that she still remembers so but she's also
1: going to remember that you left.
3: Right. And she's going to remember. And now she does. And, like, now we live in, like, the second safest city in America. We... She goes to, like, the top eight school in the country. She's on, like, a club soccer team. Like, her life is so different than when it was... She's only 12. Mm-hmm. That was five years ago. Like, just so different than where we were before. And it's... So, like, she was able to grow with me. Because yeah. she also had to, like, heal herself. So when i started therapy like it changed my my life like it it's given me i'm not there yet i'm not like oh my god 100 percent healed and like i don't have any more problems i'm constantly learning so i put her in therapy mm-hmm. because like she obviously is gonna have traumas there's yeah. no way that i can like for a really long time i wanted to act like oh well i pulled this out of it like i left so mm-hmm. that's good enough and, like, she's going to be fine because I left. And, like, mm-hmm. we're not there anymore. And, like, yeah. we're better off. But it's... If you don't deal with, the, like, deep-rooted issues, mm-hmm. so many other perpetuating factors, like, yeah add to it, you know? And it's just... I, it's something that I wish my mom would have done for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Put me in therapy when I started rebelling at 13, 14. Figure out, like, why that was happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Instead of, like you need to stop being bad. You know, you need to stop disobeying me and stop being disrespectful. And that didn't, that doesn't work with your kids. You need to talk to your kids. You need to like, you no. Know, but it's breaking that cycle, I think, mm-hmm. especially for like cultured families. It's, it's something that's passed down to us in generation from generation. Your mother is all holy. Like she's the higher being. You'd never disrespect her. You have one mother. Like, this is who, you know, no matter what she does, she's your mother. Yeah. And I think that, that sometimes can be really damaging. Or like that, you know, your parents can, your parents are responsible for making sure that you're okay. And sometimes they fail at that. Or sometimes they're not okay. Right. Like- and they can't, and that was my thing. Like, I wasn't okay, but I was thinking I was doing the right thing. And little, mm-hmm. did I know that I was the reason it. up to like the the space
1: it did
0: right yeah so i know i need (laughs) tina to write a book (laughs) i'm just
3: like i need a few more chapters i'm getting there like they'll unfold we're definitely coming like like, we're on
0: like post-climax right now (laughs) definitely there, you know but i think going back to today like wasn't really like a topic but it just goes to show like going back to whether you're talking to your kids or to whoever or that, to yourself or to yourself mm-hmm. Yes, and that's what i was gonna say like you guys are mothering your children and i feel like i'm in a space of mothering myself mm-hmm. that's like my journey and um, i think all of us are on this journey of self-healing uh, self-healing, sorry and, you know, awareness self-discovery but we can't show up for others, whether it's your daughters or yourself if you're not taking care of yourself
1: Yeah, well we can but it's not going to be from the space that is the most grounded that is the most, like if I'm not taking my care of myself and Marissa comes to yeah. me with what she came to me with you know and it's and then i go into panic mode or i go into this other space and now we're we're all off to the races like i think in a lot of ways like you touched on something right now that you said you're mothering yourself right now and i think we all need that none of us had a perfect childhood none of us had um you know there's all things that we feel we've been missing there's things that we've been hurt by there's also still some joy and beauty in there right like there it's a mix some more so than others like so you know they talk about this about being what you never had to yourself right like i'm so okay so i didn't get this aspect from my mom okay well can i give that to myself now and granted it takes like work on yourself to even accept that like to even go to that space like I'm worthy of that. And some people spend lifetimes still trying to make that happen with
3: or recognizing what? Yeah. What it was that you were missing. Yeah. And not letting it just be normal.
1: Right? And continuing the cycle. Right.
3: It's a huge thing breaking the cycle for your kids. Yeah. You want a better childhood for your children. And, like, the goal is always to give your children a childhood they don't have to recover from. And that's something that, like, I have to work through of accepting that for a time in our lives
1: I failed. I think the thing that you also have to consider is that even if we try our best and under the best of circumstances, our kids may still have stuff to recover from. Right. So, you know, as, as grounded as a kid may be and, and rooted in love that a kid may be, there may still be things that they have to heal from. And I think maybe that's part of your healing journey too. Like it's not all just that. Do you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're always beating ourselves up. In fact the whole first hour we talked about before we hit record, we were talking about that. We should just record ourselves the whole time and then cut out the pieces. <laughs> okay, I feel like we need to end on a lighter note.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry guys, didn't mean to make it so hard. No, 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 no. This is this that's is, what the space is for. Yeah. These yes. are the conversations
0: that you're gonna help bring into other people's tables yeah and um you know that tina i mean five, I, five
3: years love years ago you <laughs> never thought that i'd like be telling anybody about it
2: see that's what's really cool about this space and the podcast is that we have not had that experience and you have and so there are so many other women that have had similar experiences so to have a different perspective on it, and you know your personal growth through it is so beneficial to so many people. Mm-hmm. Just so, thank you for sharing that today. for oh, yes, yeah. listening.
1: Yeah. We're like, can she come all the?
3: It's definitely getting easier well, story to tell. Yeah, we're gonna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the
2: first time I was able to get through with no tears. So yeah,
0: we're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on up, guys.
2: <laughs> we're growing. And that's how you do it, right? You just push through it, right?
1: It's, we keep showing up for ourselves, right? Yes. And own your story.
3: Yes, mm-hmm.
2: own your story exactly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the lullabies in the back. Yeah. I
1: know. It's you know he slept the whole time. That's awesome. Mama,
0: wow. Mama. it was all that attention
1: he got before. <laughs> oh, I know. He had all the lovely ladies around him, so soaking, soak, soaking it in. I'm not helping with the baby fever. <laughs> stick around yeah. stick around <laughs> um this is interesting we pulled cards before um we started and the two that just seem very relevant now given everything that we've talked about it feels everything's like everything's coming full circle a full circle once again um it feels like it's not just for us or for me it's it's for anybody who's listening right now so um the first one is if you are avoiding the pain you are avoiding the joy
0: Mm. (laughs) mic drop
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and the second one is be done with feeling guilty for what you want oh my goodness Mm. yeah so with that,
0: <laughs> we love you guys. Yes. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you thank you, much. Uh, thank you so much, Tina, for sharing your story. Thank yes. you guys
1: for giving me the space too. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to head into affirmations in a minute. Alright, so let's go ahead and take a few breaths, even as we hear our beautiful nursery rhymes in the background, our little Luca. And just take a deep breath in, blow it out through your mouth, allow yourself just to be fully present in the moment. And take a couple more deep breaths that really like fill and expand your belly and blow them out through your mouth like one of those that you can feel and hear. Today I honor the fact that I am a work in progress, healing my wounds and working to live from love and compassion. Today I recognize that I am worthy of love and compassion, both from myself and from others that genuinely care for me. Today I recognize my responsibility in creating and maintaining a safe space for me and my children. I recognize that I am not perfect, but that I will always do my best. Today I give myself what I need most, maybe what I've never had before. And I love myself.
2: Hi, Mamas. Producer Luna here. If you or someone you know are experiencing thoughts of suicide, here are some great resources we have found that support suicide prevention. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline phone number is 1-800-273-8255. The Veterans Crisis Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. Make sure that you press number 1. For the crisis text line, simply text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. And you can have access to text anybody at that moment. These are all 24-hour hotlines. So please, again, if you or someone you know are experiencing thoughts of suicide, please reach out. If you feel your relationship may be unhealthy or abusive, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. S-A-F-E or 7233 or you can visit their website thehotline.org to chat online with someone there. We are also including links to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and the National Domestic Violence Hotline in our podcast description. Thank you for being you and listening to our show, supporting mamas who are healing, growing, and living this journey. Until next week.
1: Hey, beautiful soul. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and leaving a review on the Soul Based Mama podcast. Hey, it helps other soul-based mamas find us too. And we have so much gratitude to be along with you on this journey. We invite you to stay connected via Instagram. You can follow us at Mama. You can follow Mama Dre at the Mama Hood Tea, And you can follow me, Mama Jen, at strength.is.within. Now get to work, girl. We'll see you next time.